Hello, my lovers, my puppies, my kittens, my schmoopies. Hi. There are myriads of ways to be in relationships. I read an article by its blogger named, uh, her name is Sonali Pawar. And in that article, it was very cute. It unpacked sort of the 10 steps or pit stops one would make in their journey to meet the one, so to speak, from the school romance. Well, actually, she claims that we all go through these relationships before we meet the one. Don't know if there is such absolute when it comes to matters of the heart, but I'm going to share some of it with you. And while you're listening, perhaps you're in one of them. It'd be fun to see if you uh, identify with any. This is to lead us in, uh, into today's conversation. So there's the school romance, the toxic relationship, the friends with benefits relationship, long distance relationship. I've done a few of those. Not so good. The rebound relationship. I think I've been the other part of someone's rebound. <laughs> Friends, but attracted to each other. Hmm. I, I, let me circle back on that one. It's complicated relationship. Yes, we all know what that means. One person wants it. The other one doesn't. Or there could be way more. Hopefully it may or may not be infidelity. Uh, pastime, I call it the in the meantime relationship. And then there's the on and off relationship. You know, the one, I think that's actually toxic too sometimes. You know, as soon as you break up, you get back together. And then once you're back together, you remember why you broke up in the first place. But you always seem to forget as time as time passes. And finally, there's the meant-to-be relationship. Well, as I've said before, when it comes to matters of the heart, there are no absolutes. Because if, in fact, there was or there were, I think we would all have met the one by now. Today's conversation is, is, is interesting. Um, it's about being in a polyamorous relationship, being married to someone in a hetero way, uh, and inviting a third party and finding that somehow all three are each other's soulmates. What the fuckery is a thruple? Well, we're about to find out. I'm your host, Nadege August. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome and bienvenue, bienvenido. 
What the Fockery is a podcast about the things we hear about but don't know enough about. A series of conversations dedicated to hearing firsthand from the very people whose lifestyle, truths, concepts, and experiences we struggle with understanding. The very things we should know about but are afraid to discuss. Our subjects and topics may or may not be mainstream, but our guests and sometimes expert are in it, living that truth whether we accept them or not. And if in that process we manage to bring clarity to you, dear listener, then thank you for being curious, open, and willing. In that vein today, this conversation is with two ladies, Katie and Claire. They are two-thirds of a throuple. I'm going to let them unpack it, but I do want to um, clarify something before I go into my twang. <laughs> At some point in the conversation, you will hear me share my personal stance on monogamy. Um, it is my belief, and it's something that I wrestle with personally, that we perhaps were not built for monogamy. I, I think that it, the fact that I we can be happily in a relationship and with a partner, but still find someone else attractive, sort of suggests that physiologically, the option to be with more than one person is alive and well. What I did not share, and I'm saying it now before I start to get a little hate mail, um, <laughs> our loving mail or put you in your place in the dash mail, is at the, ultimately, our commitments are choices. Monogamy is a choice. Just like when you marry someone and you promise to be together forever and uh, fidelity, that's a decision that you make. And hopefully it's a commitment that you are able to keep. So, Nadege isn't saying that she does not believe in monogamy. She just understands how it's a struggle. It's a struggle. And if everyone can be clear and open about their what they can and cannot do, perhaps there'd be less divorces and separation. Uh, and I think it's exciting, though. It's exciting that there are so many different options nowadays. The fact that a heterosexual couple can invite a third party and to have all three, as you will hear in this conversation, uh, work it out. I'm not going to give too much away. It gives me hope. It gives me hope. And I, and I do hope at this recording, the Supreme Court just did the whole Roe v. Wade thing, okay? I I'm a little disturbed by it all, so I'm a little unclear about where I truly, truly stand. So I'm going to refrain from expressing anything. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is if we can just respect people's choices, it's what makes them happy. It's what they need to do for their lives, I'm not living their life. I'm just happy that there are at least three people that I know personally now who have found love and support and the nurturing that so many of us crave. Let's face it, you know, so especially the people who are so rigid about tradition and the right wing stuff. I want to say, sweetheart, do you need a hug? Like maybe you need to be held 
and 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 told that you're lovable. They like, how do you spend so much time obsessing over others, people's lives and what they do as long as it doesn't affect you personally? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. I mean, seriously. Okay, l- let me stop. Okay, can I just say? What the fuckery is a trouble? Ladies, take it away. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies, what the fuckery is a throuple? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, it's a perfect combination of my last name and her married last name. My last name is Thornhill and Ruffle. No lie. Thruple. Wow. <laughs> That's, you know, you can't make that up. No, you can't. <laughs> so we call ourselves the Thruples. Um, but what a Thruple is, is um, three people in love. So there's this term in French called ménage à trois. Now, ménage means uh, it's like the household, the married household. And then three obviously means threesome, trois. Um, is that anything like the situation you're in? Because you said something that you said her married name, which leads me to think, are you married to the man involved? And then someone else came in. Let's start at the beginning. Great. So uh, I have been married uh, to Justin for, we've been together for 16 years and we've been married for seven, eight, I believe. And we didn't know that um, really what a thruple was or that we were polyamorous um, until we uh, met Claire. Um, I actually met Justin in college when I was 19. And um, that's how we first met. And then we always stayed in contact because He's in comedy, so I would always come support his shows. And, um, you know, with social media these days, it's really easy to see what people are up to. So um, he had moved to Hollywood uh, 10 plus years ago. And uh, Katie and I actually had never met. Um, But I'll tell you how that started. (laughs) So we, I confessed to Justin that this is Katie speaking, right? Okay. So I'm married to Justin. I confessed to him that, well, first of all, I saw a picture of Claire on his social media page. And I was like, who is that girl? She is uh, gorgeous. She seems really cool. Uh, you know, what's her story. And Justin told me that they went to college together and, I confessed my crush to Justin that I had on Claire and we decided, Justin and I decided to reach out to her and see if maybe the feeling was mutual. Okay. Hang on. (laughs) I I have to question because most women notice another gorgeous woman on their husband's social media and there's interaction, their reaction isn't, oh, who's that gorgeous person in a way that's lustful, right? Uh, Yeah. Now, do you have a, do you have a history of having explored that 
possibility before? Yeah, I had never actually had a relationship with a woman before, um, but I had uh, crushes on women uh, throughout my marriage and always told Justin about them. And he, because uh, I had realized later on in life that I was bisexual, but I had never really explored that. And, and so I wanted to see if I explore that with Claire and, and how did you respond, Claire? <laughs> I was like, sounds great. Let's, uh, let's, let's get a trip going. <laughs> no, seriously, Claire, you get, what did you get? A, a, a DM, a voicemail? Yeah. <laughs> we did we did <clears throat> a dm uh i was living in seattle still because that's where we're all from and he's like i have to tell you something but i don't want to offend you or like ruin our friendship but i i just have to tell you something and he told me you know my wife and i both have a crush on you I mean, is that okay? You know, like, how do you feel? I was like, that's great. You know, like I wasn't weirded out, nothing. I was just like, cool. I'm spontaneous. Like, let's just explore and see what happens, you know? Um, and so they flew me down, um, month and a half later, I think. Yeah. And, um, that's the first time Katie and I met Justin was away, uh, doing a comedy show, but he was flying in later that night. Uh, so Katie picked me up from the airport and it was obviously love at first sight. <laughs> it was For like, both of us. yeah, it was like, we've always known each other, always been friends. Like it was just very easy. Had our first date and she took me out to dinner and, um, I was like, cool. So when am I moving here? <laughs> so, um, uh, about a little under a year, uh, after I ended up moving down here in 2020. And so in the height of COVID. Yes. Right. So we first started off as a long distance relationship for about a year. Mm-hmm. And then we, yes. And then we moved Claire to Los Angeles and we went through a uh, pandemic together. And so it's okay. Cause we're, they proposed. <laughs> and so we're engaged and we adopted a puppy together. This is Katie's first dog. I've always had dogs and cats. So we have our COVID baby. We're engaged. <laughs> Life is good. We know oh. we can't. We, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go, yeah, well, it's it's amazing because it's like, ha, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Ah, <laughs> I'm enthralled. But first of all, is is being in a throuple uh, synonymous to polyamory? Yes. Yeah. So that just means multiple loves, many loves. So we're in what's called a closed triad. So you can have an open triad where, um, partners are still dating other people. Um, ours right now is closed. None of us are dating other people, but it doesn't mean that it's always going to be closed. The thing with polyamory is you just need to, um, communicate with your partner, how you're feeling. And, you know, we're all, pretty much mostly Justin, but compersionist. So he's happy if we're happy. <laughs> and sleeping arrangements tell. <laughs> so that's sleeping arrangements is the number one question we get asked. And it's just like uh, a normal uh, monogamous relationship where we do the three of us do sleep in the same bed and we share the same room. 
And, and Justin's the sardine in the middle. Yes. <laughs> but we have a fan on, on him at night. So he doesn't overheat. That's the only way we make it happen. But now <laughs> that's the only way we want to sleep. Like it's not comfortable if it's not that way. Burning question. What size is this bed? It's a king. And we really want to invent like a Vegas king where it can fit, you know, at least three people comfortably. <laughs> Maybe we can make millions. But um, yeah, so we is only have an king. Alaska king. I think there might be. What is the Alaska king? I've not heard of it. So I think it's wider. It's a wider. King. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just a little wider. So I think we need that. <laughs> yes. Because the California king is only longer and we don't need that. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> How long has this been going on? Since 2019, you said? Yes. And when did you get proposed to? 11-27-2020. You remembered. Yes. And? 11-27 was my dorm room in college where I met Justin. That was my room. So that's a, like a special thing number for me. And it was November 27th. Uh, it was Friendsgiving. So we had all of our close friends, but only a few because it was COVID, you know, and uh, socially distant. You know? <laughs> uh, but we were outside. Uh, we had picnic uh, blankets and um, we had games set up. And I was, I'm obsessed with games. Like people that are polyamorous love playing games. <laughs> Board games, especially. They're very competitive. That's my jam. <laughs> a little bit more me. So I'm a little crazier about it. But <laughs> um, so I was playing darts and I turned around and they were both on one knee. And our friends got to film it and take pictures. And yeah, it was really special and unexpected. So. And she said, yes. <laughs> what did you say, Claire? What did you and Justin say? And I'm only saying his name because you've said his name a few times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so um, uh, we, we I kind of blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> and Thank God there's footage. Yeah. And I, I think I just said uh, our life, uh, we just can't imagine living life without you in it. And we want to spend the rest of our lives together. And you're our family. And I think I was like, Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> and then I saw the ring and it's the exact ring I wanted like to a T. So it's just like, and we, we know we can't legally get married. Yeah, um, so we are just, you know, wanting to plan a commitment ceremony and actually I, other throuples have done it. You know, there's a, a nice uh, throuple community on Instagram that, and on Facebook actually. So, um, we have seen other throuples, you know, having ceremonies and getting married. So, um, and very traditional ceremonies too, yeah. which was surprising. Yeah. I think ours is going to be very, hopefully, non-traditional. <laughs> hopefully, it'll encompass all of your personalities, full of laughter, a couple of comedy bits, and uh, know it definitely and some live music for sure. Will definitely be some live entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> You have, um, does your, well, your families, are they aware of this arrangement? Yes. Yes. And um, how are they with it? You know, at first they, all of them were just, I guess. Indifferent, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they just have a at lot of first. questions and, you know, they really, uh, 
once they met Claire, they understood because uh, they saw our connection and um, they understood. And I mean, they're still trying to understand, but um, they've been actually really great and really supportive. And I have accepted Claire as family. And yeah, yeah, it's been really nice. Like, I think when people can see us together, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Right. And like for a lot of people I've known from my past, you know, from high school or just whatnot, they're like, oh, for you, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Why do you suppose they said that for you? That makes sense. What was it about you when you were younger? That is a tale. Just like a free spirit. Um, <laughs> I'm a Libra. I'm a social butterfly. I'm very spontaneous. Uh, you know, a, a three summer two might've happened in college, you know, but you know, <laughs> I feel like that's like not that weird for people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So this is our uh, first polyamorous relationship set. For, all for, three, for, all, us, yeah. all of us. for all three of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that works. Yeah. You're, so you're all exploring and learning together. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. But any, any counseling involved, like, uh, you know, having that neutral party to go talk to, or you nowhere near that, or there's no need for it. Yeah, we, uh, we, it's just, we know how lucky we are because it, it's, it's, we're lucky. I was lucky enough to find one soulmate, but then to find a second one is just, um, you know, just, I, I, I know how lucky I am. And, um, I, sorry. the question was, a, about a therapist. Oh, the therapist. Okay. We, we yeah. have friends that are, <laughs> yeah. uh, they're, they're actually called the amazing Clarks and, uh, they're relationship experts and they mm-hmm. have 30 years. 30 years experience, 30 years experience. They're an amazing couple Mm -hmm. from long beach and there are friends. We don't necessarily, uh, do sessions with them. Um, but I mean, you guys can talk with them before you talk. Yeah. So they, yeah. So we do have some um, people that we consult with. We do consult with them and, um, but you know, there's, there's no, there's, we get along so well that I think people wouldn't believe us that we don't fight. Yeah. There's not really any drama. Like we live very exciting and like very unpredictable (laughs) and unpredictable, predictable lives. And for us, it magically works. Yeah. Like I've never been, this is Claire. I've never been married or had children. Like it never really quite worked for me until I met Katie. And then I was like, Oh my God, this is what I've been missing. You know, this just makes sense for me and for us. And it won't make sense for everyone. But like, if everyone like was aware of how cool and awesome and fun and wonderful it is for people and like, they just see how happy we are, then, then like that makes us happy that people are accepting of it. Can you, can you either of you or both of you walk us through a typical day with Justin there? And then a typical day when he's not around. Pretty similar. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, uh, I work from home. Uh, this is Katie. I work from home. I work in real estate and so does Justin. So we get to, um, works from home, works from home. And, uh, and so, and Claire usually gets home around five o'clock and, um, we, we, ha- we, we, 
Claire and I will go out together all the time during the days because um, we are we love going thrift shopping and uh, huge thrift shopping. <laughs> thrift shopping. And uh, Justin does not. He is definitely afraid of antiques. So it's nice. It's so it's what's great about being in a thruple is like there's things that Claire and I enjoy doing together. And there's things that Justin and I enjoy doing together that Claire doesn't. Mm-hmm. And the three of us enjoy doing together. So, um, you know, we can break off and have our own separate dates if we wanted to. We actually just went to our first like major concert concert all together yeah we went and saw Jack White uh <laughs> who was formerly in the White Stripes and the Rock and Tours and everything at YouTube theater it was incredible yeah so yeah, yeah so we, we just, love we love going out uh to events Claire is this the the scheduler and the planner I'm the coordinator and Justin is the facilitator so we all have our roles within the relationship mm-hmm. and she always finds the coolest fun stuff to do and you know because we don't um we don't, we don't have kids and, um, uh, we, we tried for, um, several years, but it didn't happen for us. And, um, so we created our own family with Claire and, uh, so I was just going off on a tangent there. <laughs> no, it's quite all right. You're, this is what we do, right? We're having normal conversation. None of this is pre-planned. Um, Claire, do you want children? You know, like my mom always had the urge her whole life, like, oh my gosh, I want to be a mom. And, and she was the best mom, you know, but I, I never had that per se. I always thought, okay, well, that's what they tell you you're supposed to do. So I guess, you know, but honestly, I'm so glad I never did because I can go to Australia tomorrow if I wanted, you know, <laughs> like I can, we can do, we travel all the time. We get to do a lot of exciting things. Now we just have to have a dog sitter. But other than that, um, yeah, we just, I, when I came and I moved down here, we kind of had a talk, like, what do you think about this? And we all just landed on, you know, actually this is, this works for us Yeah, and, so, and we're happy with what we've got. Yeah. So we kind of just, the three of us decided, you know, maybe kids aren't, aren't right for, for our, but you can always adopt. Right. I mean, though, yes, we would absolutely, so, you know, we have, you know, so much love to give. There's three of us. So never say never. <laughs> yeah. It's just not in the cards and right also, now. Yeah. And also health reasons too. Um, and, uh, um, yeah. So what do you mean? We're so young. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm up there in age. So <laughs> no, Katie, um, do you have any rules around no actually here's the better question why was it important for both you and Justin to propose to Claire we wanted her to to know that she was family and we wanted to tell the world that we didn't want to keep her a secret and we you know once we came out to our friends and family Um, it was so much easier just to tell everybody about her. (laughs) And, and so we just, and we just, you know, we wanted to form a, it's almost like monogamy within polyamory in a way, because we're in a closed triad. Um, we're, we're monogamous with each other right now. (laughs) And, um, and, uh, 
and so I, we wanted to show her that we're just as committed to her as I was, as Justin and I were to each other. And, um, even though, you know, because of legality reasons, um, you know, we won't be having the same rights, um, that Justin and I share. Um, but we, so we at least wanted to show her that, Hey, let's have a party. Let's bring all of the people that, you know, love us and care about us together, um, and show that love is never ending. Love is abundant. And, you know, there's, there's, I mean, I, I, I love so many people, you know, it's not, I think in a sense, everybody is polyamorous because, you know, it just means multiple, multiple loves. And, you know, like I love my friends, I love my family. Um, you know, it's a different kind, a, a different kind of love than what I feel for Claire and Justin, but, um, there's all different kinds of love. So it's, um, it's not, it's not a weird, a weird thing when you think about it, really, it just means, and, and especially now during this time, the world needs more love. And so we're just trying to kind of just tell other people that there is another relationship style out there. And, but it is, you know, not for everyone, but, um, and there is no guidebooks or rule books on how to be polyamorous really. And we, um, so we're in a sense, you know, a lot of people come to us with a lot of questions and, and we want to be able to, um, kind of just show people, Hey, you know, we're, we're normal people just like you. We just happen to love an extra person. And, um, and people are just like, oh, cool. You know, that makes sense. So fortunately living here in Los Angeles, (laughs) people are very accepting. Yeah. Um, We do get that first stairs once in a while. We were pretty unsure of how people were going to respond, but people have been actually very supportive and happy for us for the most part. You know, you get some weird looks and when, when, when you say you get weird looks, what is it that uh, warrants the looks is it because you're all three holding hands or, or making out at the same time? Like what, what makes people stare? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which is unfortunate, th- but well, you know, I'm, they may be just figuring out like, is what's the deal here? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, who's the child? Is someone the child here? <laughs> what is the, you know, I often say if we were meant, because I, I personally don't think that we were built to be monogamous. Oh, right? right? Yeah. Because if that were the case, once we found someone, we would never find someone else attractive. Yeah. Call me naive. Yeah. But yeah. if we were meant to be monogamous, we would just find that one person and never look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Clearly, physically, that's not what we were meant to be or do or have. Um, having said that, what are some of the gnarliest questions you've gotten? The ones that have meant like jaw dropping, like, I can't believe someone actually said that. I'm sure Justin gets high fived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely does. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. You know, people always think Claire and I are sisters. And so we just kind of have to shoot that down right away. <laughs> that part is really strange. I don't know what it is. Yeah. We're both like tall blue eyes, but you know, but as far as questions and I mean, some people have asked, 
you know, questions that you wouldn't ask your monogamous friends, um, Such like as? personal questions. Like what? Uh, well, you can be crude. The show's called what the fuckery. Okay. Yeah. Just like, how does sex work <laughs> between the three of you? Yeah, uh, how does sex work between the three of you? Yeah. It's, it's usually the three of us. But does it ever happen that one person's like, I'm so tired. I'm just going to roll over and sleep. You two have at it. Yeah. And, and especially when, um, but not usually in the same room, but yes. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. So we definitely separate rooms. And when, uh, if we go on separate dates, um, you know, we'll kind of the, the person who didn't go on the date will go in the other room and, um, it's all been quite comfortable. Yeah. Like it just works for us. Like just on travels or I work or, you know, so like they have their date nights and then Justin and I will have a date night and then, you know, Katie and I hang out all the time. We do a lot of fun girly stuff together. And, but it's, it's pretty radical to be able to have a threesome all the time. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) We're still like, wow, is this real? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is it? <laughs> People wouldn't believe it. But we don't like talk about it like a lot. But, you know. You know, my very first episode, episode one, was is this woman who is in a polyamorous relationship. She had been married to the same man for over 20 years. She introduced, uh, she fell in love with someone else. And she basically said to him, I need something else. I We can either divorce or I can go about my life and explore. And apparently he loves her so much that he said, sure, your boyfriend can move in. So she lives with her husband and her boyfriend. They don't interact, the two men. And so then I had the man alone, just a convo between the two of us. And he basically just said, this friend, this guy is just like his buddy. Like they go watch all the sci-fi movies together. He just has a friend to hang out with. And oh, by the way, also like takes some of the uh, sexual tension away from him. He doesn't mind <laughs> that a younger lad is taking care of him. Right, so right, yeah. And so, um, I guess that's the difference, you know, that two of them are not sexually uh, connecting, but they are spending time together, doing leisurely yeah. things. Whereas yeah. with you guys, it's just a an understanding. Do you have a rule book, like guidelines that you follow? So we're, um, there, we don't have rules. Um, but there are polyamorous, uh, relationships where people do have rules, um, and they do have, um, hierarchies. Um, you know, there's, um, like your prime, um, they have, you know, their primary partner, um, and their secondary partner. Um, uh, but we have a non, um, uh, hierarchical, that is a relationship. And, uh, so we're all equally dating each other. And, um, but, but what's great about polyamory is, um, you know, if we ever did decide to, um, you know, open it up, um, you, uh, it's, it's called a, a, a polycule, um, because it's, it's like a, a molecule, a poly molecule, because um, some polyamorous relationships, um, you know, they they kind of uh, like a molecule. They have different arms and they connect 
Mm-hmm. And all over the place. And so, you know, um, there could be two people that are dating each other and they each are dating someone else, but then those two people aren't dating each other. And so, and then it's, um, then you kind of, uh, veer off again and, um, then two, uh, like, it's just like, it could be, or it could be four people dating, you know, two, two couples dating. It's just, what's great about polyamory is just kind of the opportunities are endless and you have all men. It could be all women. It could be women and men. Do they all have to live together necessarily under the same, within the same roof? Lovers, puppies, getting schmoopies. The term self-care is thrown around a lot lately and deservedly so. What the fuckery is supported by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life can be overwhelming, and many people are burnt out without even knowing it. Burnout is related not only to your career, but also to your role as a student, a parent, a caregiver, the other half of a couple, or a thruple, or even as a friend. See, if you're losing motivation, feeling helpless, or detaching from loved ones, talking to someone can help identify what's causing burnout. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if that's not your jam. What the Fockery listeners, that would be you, get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Fockery10. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash fockery 10 links in the show notes please support our sponsors let's shift gears a little bit because it's so easy to just stick to the salacious details you know about sex and all that stuff but let's talk real life uh unfortunately we have a government we have to spend money uh, we have to keep a roof over our heads. Have do you have ways that have you figured out a way how to make things work financially where it's equitable or or do you mind sharing how that works now? Are things split equally in three? Like, how does that work? That's such a good question. We um pretty much split everything equally, uh, which is great in this economy <laughs> right now. When I moved down here, um, we all moved into a new apartment. So they had a spot that they moved out of and we all got a bigger apartment. So we live in a really great place and it's a two bedroom, two bathroom. No. Yeah. Two bedroom, two bathroom. Yeah. And so it's- but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's one person like this is my space. No one's invading anyone's space because you were you did something very smart. You basically found a place that's neutral ground for everyone. So everyone gets to have a little say in where things go and what things look like. It's yeah, it's great because Claire and I have the same taste. So decorating is a breeze and uh, is really fun. But, but the, I think the key to our relationship is the fact that Claire and I both have separate closets and separate bathrooms <laughs> and separate <laughs> bathrooms. I think that's, that's the key to the relationship. Who decides who walks the dog and when <laughs> you all walk the dog at the same time. I take her out the most. Cause I'm, I feel like the most obsessed with her. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I feel like it's, if, if I'm gone at work, it's, it's either Justin or Katie, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, 
she will let us know when she's ready and she needs to go every three hours. It's insane. I don't, I've never met a dog <laughs> that needs to go outside as much as well, she, she has does, three, but... three parents. So she gets so much, so much love and attention from us. She's so spoiled. And like, we take her literally everywhere we go. A little more about the financials. Um, so you moved into a place that is new to all three of you. You split everything equally. Mm-hmm. Um, what about things as practical as health insurance? Yeah. So that's, so I am able to have Justin insured through my company. Um, but unfortunately I'm not able to get Claire on my insurance, uh, due to legality reasons. But, um, but what's really great is, yeah, we were able to get a nicer place because there is three of us paying rent, Mm -hmm. uh, equally. So it's just, it just makes sense, uh, financially, but, um, yeah, but unfortunately, uh, insurance, we're not able to get Claire on, on mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire. Yeah. Do you ever feel left out? Only when like I'm at work or something, if I'm not here, because you are together all the time. You got a little FOMO when you're at work, you wonder what they're up to. Yeah. So we text all the, all the time. We text pictures. Like we're always texting or, you know, letting each other know what we're doing. So it's never like real. It's just like, I just want to be there with them. You know, <laughs> like I love my job, but I just, I just want to be with them all the time. So that's why like, it's hard for me to hang out with other people because I'm just like, well, what are they doing? <laughs> but we what do you- how do you keep yourselves busy when the others are on a date and you're not? This is for both of you. So whoever wants to answer first, the other one can answer. What do you do? Do you enjoy, do you go, oh, the house is too, I have the house all to myself for a few hours. Or do you sit there and wonder, oh my gosh, what are they doing? It's, it, it, so this is Katie. And so when Claire and Justin go out, it's, I remember what it's like living on my own. And so I do, I blast the radio, I clean the house and, and I watch the, you know, whatever TV they don't want to watch. And, um, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> we watch the shows that the others don't usually watch. Cause Katie and I have our shows, Justin and I and Katie have our shows. And then we all have our individuals, which isn't that many shows, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not very often that one of us are here for too long by ourselves. Yeah. Which is another part of an awesome aspect of being polyamorous. Or like, you know, if Justin's going out of town and he needs a ride to the airport, you know, if Katie's working, I'll take him. If I'm working, she'll take him. Like it just, it's an extra helping two hands. Mm -hmm. And, and we'll go off and do our own, our own things when the others are on a date together. Like if there's a museum I want to go to or, or, um, you know, an event, like I can go hang out with my friends while they're out. And so, um, but it's, it's tough because we just, the three of us like each other so much that we just want to do everything together all Mm -hmm. the time. So we kind of have to force each other to go on separate dates, you know? Um, but you know, it's it's that's probably healthier. We probably should encourage each other to. Justin yeah. just left for a comedy show that he's doing tonight, and I'm sad, but I'm excited for him. But you know, 
do you normally do you not would you normally go to his shows and support or we go to a lot of his a shows. Lot. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We go to at least 50%. Yeah. Right. And his acts, do the does it revolve around your your thruple at all, as you mentioned, you guys? He does do he does now. Uh yeah, he's very open about it on stage and, and talks again, about it and does jokes was about it. Very nervous at first. Because he's a very pretty clean, very yeah. clean mm-hmm. comic. Um and so Testing, he tested the waters appropriate appropriately, and where he landed is has been really great. And the response to the jokes have been really great, and especially when he travels to kind of um, to, to different states, uh, um, you know, kind of to the more conservative states, uh, you know, performing it. Um, uh, there's the response has been great, and people, Which a lot of people, come up pleasantly to, surprising yeah. to us. He'll always have someone come up and be like, so can I like talk to you about this? Like what's going on? This is great. You know, I just how do I get more. into polyamory? Yeah. So again, like very pleasantly surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Does he introduce when you are at the shows at the end of his set, does he introduce you guys at all? Or can he put a face to the names that he mentions on stage or? Yeah, we'll go up and kiss him and hug him. And uh, the people, especially the other comedians are like, wait, they're real? Like we thought you were making them up. Like they exist. <laughs> That's the first response. Yeah. And um, we we love being out there and just getting to meet everyone and see just who's out there and, you know, how people are reacting and, and accepting and people have, like we said, been really great about it. So, mm-hmm. um, so I feel, I feel comfortable and we love to go to his shows. Like it's not where he has the same set every time it's different every single time. And we love when he does jokes about us. We're like, yeah. that's, that's me. Yeah. That's us. What's, what's a joke. What's a joke that he says about you guys. Anyone remember one? You don't have to deliver it perfectly. So just basically about how we watch every single Real Housewives and how he'll name all those seasons: Housewives of Atlanta, Housewives of Beverly Hills, and he knows Housewives their of New names. Jersey, <laughs> and um, and then also about sleeping in the middle. Mm-hmm. So something about that that it's like a like a toaster a, a toaster uh, oven. It's like a toaster it's oven. like a Air fryer. Air fryer. Yeah. We love our air fryer. <laughs> We're obsessed with it. <laughs> it's a game changer for sure. <laughs> that sounds like fun. That sounds quite funny. We have so much fun. And he's, yeah, he's very positive and, and, uh, he always has to make sure that we're okay. Yeah. He's like, like we said, he's a compersionist, which just means he just wants us to be happy. So every five minutes, he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And he's very, he's very, but he's so genuine. Like he truly means it. Like he just wants to make sure we're happy and taken care of. And I've never had it like that, like this, you know, I'm just still like, it, it takes a phenomenal, like, like my dad was like this, but that's the only other person remotely close that I've, you know, you know what's funny? I almost want to say, I mean, this is terrible. It's just a coincidence that the man I was telling you about who was in the polyamorous uh, relationship and he was in episode two, yeah. he's a stand up comic too. 
No. Wouldn't it be hilarious if he and Justin knew each other? Oh my I mean, gosh. I guarantee you they do. It is yeah. It, it's a, it's a small, intimate circle. It really is. Yeah. It really Question is. for you guys, since obviously, you know, you are connected to this community. Mm-hmm. Um, are, the, are you aware of any sort of movements or activities or any proactions take, being taken place to, I don't know, is anyone wanting to get legal rights for this type of relationship or is that way too ahead of the curve? So there's been, I think about two or three years ago, um, this uh, gay male couple, uh, Thruple, uh, adopted, adopted, New York. I believe so. They were the first Thruple to gain equal rights in adopting a child, mm-hmm. which is huge. Which is huge. Yeah. So two or three years ago. But then other than that, that's the only thing I've heard about. So we would absolutely love to. um, And that's, yeah, like that's another reason why we are so happy to talk about this now is because of awareness and rights and things like that. Like if one of them was in the hospital, God forbid, I wouldn't be allowed to see them, you know, or to make any medical decisions on their behalf. So it's like, Obviously, that's horrible, and I hate that, but that's just it. It just is what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And if there was anything where we could change it, I would be all about it, of course. Yeah. But I think, like, you know, the community, people are becoming a lot more comfortable just even talking about it. And honestly, the more people that I tell, they're like, oh, I know someone who was in one of those, or like, it is becoming a lot more acceptable. I feel like it's become, it's coming out a little bit in TV shows and, Mm -hmm. um, and the younger generation too. We, we went out to a pride festival last weekend and, um, and we were hanging out with, uh, some, uh, people in their mid early to mid twenties and they were so sexually fluid. They were just making out with, you know, all genders. And, um, it was just like, you know, uh, uh, some had, were in open marriages and, um, it was just so like, they don't even blink an eye at polyamory. And so it's just kind of, um, I guess refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Really refreshing and, and very progressive. Yeah. 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 And, and, exactly. and again, you know, we have the luxury of living on a, I call all the coastal s- states more open than, you know, especially the it's cities, so right? It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I can't imagine this conversation happening anywhere outside of either New York, Chicago, or LA, not that Chicago is a coastal town, but you, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And that's, I just, for us, like just all the stars aligned and a lot of people wouldn't really believe it. And we feel very fortunate to say like, this relationship is so awesome and we're so happy and it's just so perfect for us. We're just very fortunate, even like that it's going down during COVID. Like, uh, you know, it's been a horrible time for a lot of people, but it's been like the best time of my life just because of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel very lucky. Mm -hmm. 
Now, so far, this conversation has been so lovely and inspiring and positive and very loving, but we are humans. Yeah. Emotions are fluid, pun intended. <laughs> they go up and down. And I don't know about you ladies, but there comes a, there's a specific time every month when emotions get a little out of control for us, where we have to apologize when we yeah. go through it. We have to track track that time for the both of us. And it's usually around the same time. So poor, poor Justin. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're aware of it. And, um, and what is, uh, yeah. Have you had a particularly bad day that is outstanding enough for you to share? Cause obviously you've come to the other side of it. If it occurred that obviously we're sitting here and there's a wedding being planned. So would you mind sharing just for the veracity of in the authenticity of a relationship? We know bad days happen. Well, we, I mean, we kind of had our first fight. Yeah. Or argument. I mean, it's, I, again, well, I mean, it was just, um, we're all just, we all work a lot and we're all just like, we do a lot of things. And so we were having some important people over and I was away at work and Katie cleaned the house spotless. And I was just like, where'd you put this? And where'd you put this? And then <laughs> I wasn't as, you know, thankful as I should have been. And Katie's feelings rightfully so got hurt. She was like, wait, I just like, look how pretty the house looks like. <laughs> You know, and we worked through it, but you know, uh, it was because we were both yeah. going through that time. Something that shouldn't have been a big it was deal. Just, and yeah, it's so silly. We got right over it, but that's literally the biggest thing we've ever fought about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just not feeling appreciated <laughs> for like, right. and, and that's a real thing. In yeah. every relationship, when one someone doesn't feel appreciated, yeah. uh, it'll come up. It'll come up. It's almost like you are uh, roommates who actually aren't passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> roommates who actually talk about what happens yeah. because, yeah, you're in a relationship, and it is a relationship to be uh, to live with someone and be a roommate to begin with. Oh, Except oh, yours yeah. is more heightened because there yeah. is an intimacy factor that comes into play. Yeah, definitely. And this was the first, um, Claire's first time living with a female roommate, right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> like lover. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, living, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I've never lived by myself. I've lived with uh, male partners, but I've never lived with a female partner. So obviously that was new for both of us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like it's, I think it was really uh, well done on our part to get a new, a new place together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and they moved in like on my birthday, a week before I moved in and they got it all ready. And then they, they uh, drove up a big like suburban or something. Mm-hmm. And then we packed the suburban in my car and they drove me down and it was perfect. The you know, moving usually sucks, but it actually was pretty flawless. I think that was, that was good that we found an apartment, a, a home yeah. that we both picked out together. This is Claire. I was coming down to LA every month until, well, so there was a few months there when I couldn't, obviously, but uh, I was coming down. We were seeing each other almost every month 
for that like year year and a half that we were living separately. So um, we found a place together the time before or two times before we yeah. found a spot and just it's been paradise. It's been like the, my favorite place I've ever lived as an adult. It's so it's fun really making great. it at home together too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. Claire. Yeah. So you've lived with male partners that you were in relationships with, right? Yeah. You, you never were you ever in a relationship with just a woman? Um so a little bit before you guys um told me how you felt. Um Yeah, obviously the support. Like maybe like six months prior, I did have a, a one-on-one fling, uh, with a fun gal. Um, and it was great. I felt like Is that your first. Yeah. One-on-one, like we weren't like together, but, uh, we dated, if you will, uh, for a summer and had a blast. And I was like, this is awesome. Uh, and I can say that I, truthfully equally like men and women that's just for me uh personally and uh, was that when you discovered that about yourself or did you always have an inkling? no my first kiss was a was a girl Um, and I was my mom would say well you always were like very like oh that woman is so beautiful like I had a teacher in first grade she's like you're like oh she's so pretty mom like, she's like, you always did appreciate the pretty <laughs> ladies. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but okay. <laughs> pretty ladies. Um, but yeah, I never acted on anything until college. And then my one-on-one, you know, fling and then this relationship. So. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You know, um, I, I may you inspire others and hopefully we've brought clarity to our listeners uh, in this yeah. Do you feel that there are any questions that I should ask, should have asked, and I haven't? Hmm. Nothing is coming to mind, actually. All right. So you guys had a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying to say that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So. I do this thing with my listeners, uh, with my guests before uh, we say we say goodbye to them the way you normally would say goodbye to your uh, paramour, the person you love. There are three of you. How do you guys say goodbye to each other? Is there a cute way? Be on later. See you later. (laughs) Well, we have different hug formations. Oh, so uh, when I'm in the middle, they call me bean. Uh, Claire Bean, because they just thought Claire Bear people would probably always call me Claire Bear, so they just want to be different, right? Mm-hmm. At first, <laughs> well, when I'm in the middle and they're around me, it's a bean burrito. <laughs> it's a triple <laughs> hug, triple hug, yeah. And then when Katie's in the middle, it's a cheese sandwich because mm-hmm. their thing is, I cheese sandwich you from a movie, right? Yeah, so just say that we love each other. Yeah, yeah, that's from their their favorite movie. And then when Justin's in the middle, it's a ham sandwich because he's our he's our ham, he's our talker, he's the mouth. Yeah. So (laughs) we just different hugs, triple hugs, triple hugs, and then like you know whoever leaves in the morning, we'll just kiss 
each other goodbye. And we always, always say, I love you every time. Mm. No, can't say it too many times. Right. No, you each other all day. Yeah. No, you can't. And you shouldn't. And I love that all of your cute names are all food related. <laughs> I know. It's right? <laughs> hilarious. And our dog, her name is Bun. <laughs> And that's lit. I'm not, I'm not making this up. This is the name she came with, but I started randomly calling her Turkey leg. <laughs> she looks like a Turkey leg to me. And so yeah, it's all food related. Yes. It's we hilarious. got uh, bean, cheese, Turkey yeah. and ham. ham. Yep. That's us. The you've, co- you've covered the, the whole gamut. Um, wedding date. Has it been chosen and selected yet? Great question. There it is. Yep. Uh, that's the question I forgot. That's a little TBD. Um, Justin just has so much happening in his life that we can't. Yeah, he does. We can't tell. We can't tell our listeners what it's about. (laughs) The listeners will know soon and we'll be able to talk about it more, but, um, a lot of awesome, exciting things are happening. And so we're kind of just waiting. Uh, my brother just got married. Also, he just eloped in Costa Rica, my only sibling. So, um, We'll you don't him. want to steal his thunder either. We'll let, yeah. him, we'll let them have this year. No, he honestly <laughs> wouldn't care. But um, yeah. Hopefully next year. Next year. Yeah. You know, 2023, baby. Oh, that's exciting. I love it. I love it so much. You guys, thank you so very much for coming on. Thank you for thank having you us. us. Yeah. And so thank Yeah. And thank you, Justin. Let him know. I appreciate that he gave you the space we to will. share. He's a, a super great guy and we'll let him know you said that <laughs> oh here's to all the great guys let's say yeah, bye cheers. they're still out there <laughs> yeah fingers crossed all right, all right. bye, bye. bye.